Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Hello, and welcome to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Today, our audacious leader is Parshel Tashi. It's such a beautiful name, Parshel, one I've actually never heard before. And she is the founder of the Authors Leverage. And I'm really excited to have her here. I know many of you listening are um, either authors of a book or you'd like to write your book. And she's going to have some interesting and important information for us to learn. Welcome to the show, Parshel. Thank you for having me, Jen. This is awesome. Yeah, cool. She's in San Diego. Is that right? Yep, I'm in San Diego. I'm in San Diego. Sweet. And, and uh, loving it here. Loving it here. Um, right. I mean, how could you not? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I I I did not say your name correctly. I want to make sure I, I meant to say Helen, not Jen. <laughs> well, you know, actually, no. My my name is Jennifer Helene Popkin Leeds. That's what. Um, I, okay, I was yeah. like, and so like I saw you got your name up here, and I was like, I'm pretty sure her name is Jen. I was like, oh, I made a mistake, but okay, just I. Oh, I should have mentioned it to you, and I'll mention it to everybody on the air. Like I'm literally going through a name change. Like I have my hearing. Oh, okay. Um, on Friday to make it official, I'm going with my middle name, Helene and my maiden name Leeds. And so that's like, um, it's a big deal for me. And Beautiful. Um, so now I'm like practicing into it. So sorry. I didn't like clarify. But hey, I, I, I want to practice with you. So <laughs> that's cool. I got you. There we but go. Jennifer's good too. All my family calls me Jennifer. I will always be Jennifer to my family. <laughs> um, so what had you start this business and what had you interested in leveraging authors? Yeah, so I'm a former school teacher, and I've always been a student at heart, um, and, and then a teacher at heart as well. And uh, transitioning from being a school teacher with no business experience to getting into entrepreneurship, there was so much that I learned along the way that really came through books and through courses and other experiences that I learned from the teachers themselves. And this experience, I think, really changed me. And over time, you know, the, the span of my career went from teaching school to and my entrepreneurship has been video production. So I learned how to go from, you know, being a one woman show, um, doing videography for local businesses and organizations to running a multi-site uh, video production company. And so with that learning experience and that curve, there was so much I gained from the wisdom of other people who were willing to share. And so that transforming my life in that way, uh, it's something that I wanted to, you know, also extend and help to amplify that further. Um, me, myself, as a teacher, there's so much that I want to teach. And can I know the feeling of being limited in doing so, right? You lack some areas of expertise in terms of having some other eyes on your work, right? To help you understand it and teach it better. Um, having support around how it gets all produced in this online world today, right? How the video happens and then how it gets online, how it's actually, um, you know, made accessible for people. So all the aspects of that really came together in this work that I get to do. Um, I get to lean on a lot of, uh, you know, hands-on experience working with teenagers of all folks to teach, teach math and, um, you know, and then combining with what I know with media and production, um, it's been really fulfilling to be in this space and to support authors in this way. 
That's so exciting. we essentially help them take their books and turn them into online courses, right? We oh. use the content of that and yeah. allow them to um, have their book to be experienced in a new way um, that usually is going to deepen the learning for the, the reader, Yeah, you know, and uh, put a lot of income, I should say, in return on investment back to the author. Yes, yes, absolutely. So do they have to have written a book in order to do the online course? Well, in, in our particular niche, right, there's a number of course creators that um, are available and that can help support anyone that wants to do a course. And there's a lot of um, resources out there as well that will show you how to create your own course. Um, there's a lot of, you know, resources out there. We're in place to really be the the folks that'll do the hard work for you, do a lot of the heavy lifting to where the author simply needs to show up. Um, we're using a lot of what's been in the book as the basis of what the course is going to yeah. look like and extend and become. And so, you know, we're just there more as a concierge, right? That's sort of our approach to supporting authors who really just need support and getting it done, right? Yeah. As opposed to being another thing on their to-do list, whether they're limited on time or money, um, we try to meet most authors wherever they are to support them. Well, yeah. And most people don't have the skill set that you have. Like you are a course creator, you know, you have the background as a teacher, you have the background as a video production, like you've got all the skills that are necessary um, to, to, to accomplish what you need to, to do. And the authors are clearly good at thinking, they're good at writing, <laughs> they're good at teaching, yes. but they're not, you know, they're not necessarily um, course creators or, you know, video production. I've developed a few of these courses with different organizations and institutes, and it's really exciting to see the possibility for people to engage with the content in a way that is um, much more um, in, like it's much deeper and they have mm -hmm. these transformational experiences that would have been otherwise perhaps, you know, not possible because not everyone's, a, a, you know, going to read a book and get everything from it. Whereas you can have so much support and interaction um, and community that gets built around different concepts. So I, I just think it's such a, I, I just think it's really exciting. Definitely is. And, and, and people are willing to pay for that implementation too, right? We're in this day and age where there's so much information that is really at our fingertips. There can literally, you know, whatever it is that you want to learn right now, you can find and not have to spend a, do a dollar on it, right? Because you can access it on the, on the internet. But does that mean that now that thing that you learned is now ingrained as a habit, something that you can rely on and is part of your experience as, as a human being, um, most of the time it's not always going to come, you know, th those really deep things that require change, as to say, you know, that's going to come through another format that, you know, typically just having the information from YouTube is, is not enough, right? Um, now it's really about how that content can take on the form of experiences. And I, I really feel like online courses, you know, it, 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 it creates that experience, but it's really just the, the starting base, right? There's in-person events now, um, you know, opportunities to get together um, with for a retreat or a dinner or a mastermind or all kinds of things that now extend the basis of what your book is about to other people through experience. Mm -hmm. And so those are the, the ways now that, um, you know, for one are really important, they're valued and people will pay for them. Um, because it's going to help them implement those areas, especially if your book is in the genre of health, wealth, relationships, leadership, um, you know, some of these avenues as they're becoming more and more challenging and changing with the times and whatnot, right? It's, you know, we need the support to actually implement it. And for that reason, we're, we're, we want to pay for it. We're not, you know, yeah. we'll save time <laughs> by getting sure. that help, you know? Yeah. And I mean, it's interesting. It's like the birth of the internet in the 90s 
um, led to, of course, then so much information for free and people were like, we got to monetize this. And then mm-hmm. came the idea of online programs. Um, and that's at least how I see it. You might have a different perspective. And now like there are online programs and there's the, you know, there's, there's Udemy, there's um, all the, you know, e-learning, there's like so much with mm-hmm. LinkedIn learning. Um, there's so many different ways to learn. Like you said, anything you want, some for free, some paid, there's masterclass, right. That distinguishes itself. Um, and so it's just interesting. Where do you think that all this is going to be going in the next 10 years? Wow. You know, I think that it's going to be going, I think, in the direction of it even influencing our, our education systems within in itself, too. Yeah. Like just on the school level. I think that a lot of that is going to change because, um, you know, and I think it's going to essentially become easier for consumers and for those that want to do just about anything. If you want to learn how to fly a kite better, <laughs> there's some community that exists for that with mm. experiences that are going to allow you to deepen that learning and that desire that you have. Um, I just really see that being part of how our education is um, is, is just going to change. I think it's going to become more experiential, um, which I think is then I at some that. point going to lend itself to that VR experience in some way, shape or oh. form where learning will take on an even more interesting perspective, right? And experience for us. But it's just going to be something that deep, um, um, it's like our our senses, right? If you think, you know, going from a book, right? You're just physically holding a book and then reading, right? But then if, you know, or using your eyesight to read, right? But then if we get online, now, now I'm visually seeing the person, I'm hearing them, right? Another one of my senses is engaged. And then if I'm in person with you, even more sensories involved. So I, I can only imagine what's going to happen once, you know, virtual reality in these ways um, continue to expand. But I think it's just going to continue to add to the experience of learning because it's yeah. not just about what's going in our heads anymore. That has to translate somehow to wisdom and it has to, con- you know, somehow translate to collective wisdom as well, right? Mm-hmm. A way that we're all contributing and supporting each yeah. other in a deep way. Yeah, you're speaking my language. I love <laughs> what you're saying. I just like every part of me is like, yes. Because in this year, uh, you may have heard the statistics, like uh, elementary education, high school education, you know, some some counties are down 65% with enrollment, re-enrollment. And, wow. And, and public schools aren't really questioning why. Um, many of us can pontificate, pontificate why that might be the case, but I think that there's a, a really, really strong need right now for affordable schooling, like in cohorts, that's somewhat online, but also experiential. Um, and uh, homeschooling isn't really an option. Charter school is not available everywhere. Um, and so there's this revolution going on in education. I think that what you're saying, I mean, I, I hope in my heart is that what you're saying, you know, comes true in a way that's affordable. You know, because yeah. private school is, you know, not affordable and public school is, uh, the structures are just like disintegrating. Uh, exactly. Right. I mean, I it, it's so interesting what you're saying. I mean, I want to make note of one of my uh, friends and mentors, Billy Jean. Um, he's based in San Diego and he has a essentially a program that teaches marketing. But one of his um, part of his messaging is just how affordable it is to develop a career 
and something that works for the price that he charges versus what you're going to pay going to a four-year institution. (laughs) And he's done tests. He's done case studies. He's actually done live experiments on video um, of having, let's say, four marketing graduates from these top universities come in to compete on a campaign that, you know, that was there. And the, 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 the owner of the business that they were going to run this ad for was there too. It was almost like a fun, like, you know, almost watching like a reality show to an extent. Um, and he, you know, but, but essentially, you know, his program and what he's charging really is a fraction of the cost. And he has students that graduate this program who, you know, are establishing solid careers in marketing, because guess what? That is a business you want to be in anyway, because everyone's always going to need customers (laughs) and a way to find them. You know, so it's just, I mean, he's, he's actually providing job security through this education. So I say all this to say that when we, when we think about the future of education, I really do feel like it's going to be, um, especially for high school and, 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 you know, and younger ages, it's, I think it's just going to be more specific. There's going to be more avenues for them to um, more closely hit a target for what their natural gifts and abilities are presenting yeah. themselves to be. Yes. And those options will be available to them at, a, yes. at you know, it's still, it's still going to be thousands of dollars, right? I don't want to, sure, you know, no, hate that it's going to be a My daughter's but, doing this right now. She's yeah. She's like, I'm not going to college. I'm like, what do you mean you're not going to college? You're going to college. She's like, no, I'm not going to college. And I was like, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, what are you going to do? She's like, well, I'm going to get my real estate license and I'm going to get my burger's license and I'm going to get paralegal license. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. So she's like retrofitting her education to yes. her specific needs, just like you're describing. It's happening. Yes. Like so exciting. <laughs> I still want her to go to college, but like, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's tough. I mean, even um, you know, the the guy Billy that I mentioned. I mean, there's so many people that didn't even, you know, go to college, of course. And I think it all it all depends on what your field is, anyway, right? Sure. I, I would much rather a person who's going to perform surgery on me or something have been to college and not an online program, you know? Oh yeah. So you know, I think given the field or whatever, it's really going to matter. But yeah, the day and age is is definitely changing. The market is changing. The skill sets that are becoming valuable are changing. It's like, changing it's, so fast that any marketing yeah. program from an institution is, I don't know if it can change as quickly as what Billy is probably teaching. Because I mean, literally from week to week, what's going on with Facebook ads is like, like <laughs> so different. Like what I learned a year ago is like completely irrelevant. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's shocking how fast it's moving, but it's also really exciting. So it sounds like you also do marketing for these authors. You don't just create the course, but you also help to market on the front end. We're helping them to get a really, really great start with with their marketing when it comes to it. Um, you know, we we're, we're in place to help you get that work done, and then when it comes to the marketing of it, providing the support in in different ways. Um, it, it may not be directly with us, but a lot of times we have partners that are more suited, maybe for your field or your industry where you're going to be most uh, well suited around your needs as well, because that can really vary. Um, but we're the ones that are helping you going to get a course in place um, mm-hmm. and support you in getting that done for you. Okay, so Parcel, you know, we are talking on the Vitality Show. And I'm really curious. I know this is like changing the topic. Yeah. Um, but like, how do you maintain your vitality? Because those of you who can't see her, she's beautiful. <laughs> like, she definitely has vitality shining through. And she's got a really cool shirt on that says Mind Matters, which I want to know more about. But first and foremost, like, yeah. how do you maintain your vitality? Yeah, you know, that's such a good question. Um, for me, it's about... Uh, I love meditation. So um, I do uh, commit to that. I practice that. 
Um, I, I also feed it with, um, I would say just being out in, in nature when I can yeah. from time to time. I mean, that's one of the beauties of being yeah. in San Diego is that it's just so beautiful. Yeah. Um, the weather calls you outside. You want to be outside. And, and also through, through music, I would say like music is a really big part of, of my life and um, recently allowed myself to connect with it in a different way. So that supports me in a lot of um, times. So, Wait, that's, so like, how, uh, what do you mean? Yeah. How are you connecting with it? Um, you know, using it as a way to get myself ready for, let's say a work session or because oh. um, I used to, because I'm such a, a student. So I'm always like listening to talking and um you know yeah. and learning and podcasts and things like that and yeah. you know sometimes um you know it can be it can be a lot <laughs> on the brain sure. so I, I I love to it, music helps me connect um in that way so um now my car instead of it always being a classroom or <laughs> you know a YouTube studio it gets to be you know a, a place to party and celebrate and sing your song out loud and uh just be free yeah. in the moment so yeah yeah no i mean i like i press i'm really into music people who are listening probably don't even know that but i'm like really really into it and i like you use it to get to what i call back into being yes yes like, like and that is like not in my head like but in my but in my body but like in my state of being like it can shift my way of being from like I don't know, worried to excited or, you know, happy, you know, from sad to happy. Like, it's just incredible how powerful music can be. And I just like mm -hmm. playlist after playlist after playlist. Like, I'm just so into it. I love <laughs> music, but as like a tool for like consciousness training, you know? Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think like also like embodying the feminine energy is also like movement. And I think that stillness meditation is great. I practiced it for decades and I, and I still practice and I teach it. Um, but there's something to the movement of vibration through sound. And then, of course, dance and things like that inside of it, I find is like really helpful for me um, just to kind of because I just there's, like you, I have a lot of information that I, I'm super intellectual. I love to learn and I just mm -hmm. need to kind of equal it out with my movements. It's a big part of my vitality practice. I love it. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also too, I'm, I'm a huge fan of pickleball. So oh, um, yes. So <laughs> pickleball now is cool, but I was playing it when it wasn't, it was like, you know, nothing. <laughs> I've never even played it before. I've got to try it. <laughs> oh yeah. Ton, tons of fun, tons of fun. And it's a fast growing sport and um, it's, yeah, social. it's yeah, very much so you meet all kinds of people um, playing. So it's, it's definitely a fun sport. I recommend it just go somewhere where it's happening and um, just at least check it out. Right. And see how it looks and how people are playing it. And yeah, I gotta um, check it out. There's gotta be some yeah. people playing around here. It's, it's definitely popular. Um, but you look so young. Like, I thought it was for older people. I don't know. <laughs> well, it, it, it's funny, you know, it initially it was, like I said, when it first, when it was first starting and like, well, these places here were, are open up and playing. It was usually always like during the day, um, and so since I'm self-employed, I would, you know, I could go play during the day and, um, but usually it's all senior citizens in there. But when I tell you, they will not take it light on you. Let me tell you, like, I got my ass whipped. <laughs> 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 citizens, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Like, yeah, these, like, these guys are serious. <laughs> uh, and it's just, they, 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 they know the game, you know what I mean? It's just different mm -hmm. when uh, it's not so much about your, 
that's why anybody can play. It's not even yeah. about so much like, you know, you have some athleticism for sure, but literally like people hobbling and kicking my ass. Like that's how, because <laughs> so they just cool. know where to place it and literally anyone can play. So that's fun. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I love it. Mind matters. So I mean, I mean, what I see when I see your t-shirt I oh. mean, is like, yeah, you, you said know, it what, earlier. what I'm thinking, you know, really matters. Like folks, um, your t-shirt is a great reminder. Maybe we should all be putting that like on our, our wallpaper, you know, <laughs> post it by the sink when we're doing dishes, because like what we're thinking is what we're creating. Mm-hmm. what we're what we're repeating in our minds is what we're strengthening and that's what I see as a as a great reminder in your t-shirt what do you what yeah do you I I love that you see that I I think when I got it I saw it as mind over matters or mind oh, over right. matters very logical brain <laughs> but we yeah <laughs> that's good <laughs> I love but, it but um but nevertheless yes like I mean it's the same the same point the same message there it's like you know we have such uh powerful minds and you know, we're able to really connect to, I think, what is our, our you know, who we really are yeah. in a way that that part of us that wants to express and be known and seen, um, that part of us that's speaking to us uh, is always something that we can um, be connected with. It doesn't cost anything to be connected to that or, you know, to be in tune with that. Um, you know, it doesn't even really cost you your time because you you get your time back in a way because you're spending it with, you know, the part that is within you. So it's that sort of, you know, essence of whatever is inside of us is more important or is bigger than what's outside of us, right? So that's the matter, mind over matter, right? Going from the the inside out. I love it. I love it. So beautiful. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us. And for people who are authors who are looking to learn more about um, these programs that you can create for them, what uh they should go to the, the leveraged author.com uh, uh www.theauthorsleverage.com oh i really messed that up theauthorsleverage.com www.theauthorsleverage.com sweet yes. yeah that's so great yeah. um well thank you so much for being with us and for sharing your wisdom and your humor and your uniqueness <laughs> And uh, your vitality practices. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. 
Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me. Thank you.